How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. Well, Elliot Short Parks is live at his home. And he joins us right now as the Eagles and the Seahawks set to get ready for Monday Night Football coming up here in a couple hours. What's up, ESP? Oh, whoops, I guess I should punch you up. ESP, buddy, what's up? What up, man? How you doing? How's it going? Good. What's up, E? What's your what's your reaction to all the all the stuff from the weekend? Well, I think when it first came out, the reaction was definitely shocking. Just because this is so out of character. I think, for this team. I mean, if you look at the time Jeffrey Lurie's been the owner, really how he's been the GM, like this, they don't often replace coordinators. And I know they're not fully replacing him. I know he still holds the title, but let's be honest, like they're replacing him. Patricia is going to be controlling the defense. He's going to be calling the plays. He'll be on the sidelines. So definitely shocked about it. But I think, you know, the further away we get from it and the more you think about it, like there had to be – a major reason for them to do this because I because it, it is so out of character there they must have just really felt he was not the man for the job I don't think you know there were times where Gannon struggled there were times other coordinators have struggled and they've stuck by them so the fact that they are taking play calling from him and they're essentially removing him from the position you know I almost have to give them the benefit of the doubt because I think they've earned it in saying that if they felt this was the right move you know the defense hasn't been good enough for me to really push back too hard on that yeah, that's the way. That's really the way I'm looking at it. Like, yeah, the defense couldn't be any worse than what it has been. Um, well, wait until Patricia gets <laughs> Well, I mean, we're gonna find out. We're, we're gonna yeah. see. We're, we're gonna find out if, if if it's worse or not. I mean, they're last in a lot of major categories, Elliot. They can't be worse than last than the so, the major right. categories that they're already last in. I I agree. Obviously, the defense has not been good enough the past few weeks. I will say, though, in defense of Sean Desai, mm-hmm. like I don't know how fair of a shake he got at this. It hasn't been a full year. He faced a schedule that you know had, I think, almost all the top five offenses in the league on them. The personnel was both injured, and then we could certainly debate how good the personnel was in the back seven at times. And I, you know, so removing him now, like they, they don't think he can do the job. This is a team that can win the Super Bowl, and I understand you have to make that decision, but he did help them win that Chiefs game. He held the Cowboys to six points in the second half. Like He was very good against the Dolphins. I understand the most recent performances were not great, but I would push back firmly, and I'm not saying you're saying this, but anybody that thinks this defense is like a train wreck, I don't think that. I think it's also situational on who they've played. Yeah, but here's the thing, though. It's not like if you're talking about winning the Super Bowl, you're going to have to play these caliber of teams. And and you're talking about the two teams of most recent that they lost to, but those are your two biggest obstacles once you get into the postseason. So if they're giving Matt Patricia a couple of weeks to sort of work out the kinks and come up with something that gives them somewhat of a legitimate playoff defense, I, I don't necessarily have an issue with it. Here's why I, I, I will agree with you in a certain area. 
I think this is something – this isn't a knee-jerk reaction in my opinion. The Eagles don't right. normally do knee-jerk reactions to stuff. And because of the, the, the goals that are set forth for this team, they knew the type of reaction this would bring if they were to do this. So this must have been something they felt was necessary. I don't know how many I don't know how long it may have been in the works or what have you. I don't know. Maybe they felt this was the right time to go ahead and do it. They may have wanted to do it a few weeks ago. I I don't know. And, and maybe they just decided to do it now. But to your point, it doesn't seem like this is something that's just out of the blue. They are a well orchestrated and organized organization. In other right. words, they had to think about what this was going to say to the public if this got out and when it got out. And so they went on and did it anyway. They could have very easily just con- con- continued to do charades or smoking mirrors, and I don't know, Matt Patricia could have been in the background calling plays or what have you if they felt Sean Desai was the answer and it wasn't him as the issue. They made this move because either they feel this is what needed to be done and when I say they, I mean above Nick Sirianni. Um, mm-hmm. Or players may have precipitated this move by saying they don't necessarily believe in the messaging. Like, I don't know which is true or which carried more weight. But there had to be something else here that, that, that the Eagles said, you know what, this is the time to do this. Mm. This well, is the time to do this, and it's necessary. Ellie, how much do you think the players had input or had something to do with this? I think they definitely had input. I think when you make a decision of this magnitude, it's not one thing. It's not, you know, he struggled against great teams, which I think is true, right? Those last mm-hmm. games he did struggle. Uh, I don't think it's just the third down defense. I mean, to Ike's point, to, to make this type of decision, it's probably something that has been in the back of their minds for more than just these last two games. Like, this is probably something that maybe, I don't even want to say early on, but to take him out of his position, essentially, this early into his contract when they just signed him. I mean, mm-hmm. it does also give the indication that Matt Patricia was always waiting in the wings for this job, right? Like they, they brought in Matt as a safety net. If Sean, if they felt Sean couldn't do the job, who I think surprising is why it is like shocking to me is the defense really wasn't a train wreck overall. Like the last few weeks, they definitely were, but you know, the, a lot of the team has struggled the last two weeks. The offense has struggled. The team as a whole has struggled. And we've all talked about the reasons why, like the fatigue, mm-hmm. the schedule, and it feels like Sean Desai, as of now, is really the only one that, you know, ended up kind of suffering from that. So I, I don't think Sean's done a great job, but I'm still surprised they did it. Yeah. Hmm. What's your feel for Jalen tonight? He, he traveled to the stadium, so it, it certainly appears like he's going to play. And, and But, like, so they're making a point, the Eagles, like, he flew separate. They don't want the rest of the team to get it. They're saying it's not the flu, so, the, like, the, it's just weird. So what exactly is wrong with him? If he doesn't have the flu and they're making a point to say it's not the flu, what's wrong with him? Is, is it a COVID situation? What exactly is going on with his health? I mean, I mean, look, if he's sick, I'm not sure it really matters. Not to, you know, just push aside that he's sick. Like, I, like if he has a flu, if he has, whatever he is, he's sick and he doesn't feel well, right? And so he wasn't able to practice. But the fact that he was able to fly to Seattle, I don't think they would just fly him across the country if they didn't think there was a real chance he was going to be able – to play, I mean, flying across the country when you're sick, you know, I'm sure it doesn't, doesn't help, but I think they, they probably think he is going to play. And, and this is a massive game, so I, I think he will play. I'm a little surprised we haven't gotten any kind of update yet. I'd imagine the reason he was changed to questionable or downgraded was because he did fly separately. Right? I don't know if it's like a change in, his, in how he feels, but 
I, uh, yeah, I think that he will play tonight. Mm. Yeah, his sickness not keeping anybody out, man. You kidding me? We're men, we're men around here, man. We need a little, little sniffles. What are we talking about here? A little sniffles? A little sniffles? A little, a little temperature? A little fever? Is that what we're talking about here? Well, and look, it, if he does play, I mean, this is a massive game tonight for Jalen. Like, if you look at uh, – the Seahawks should be their get-right game. The Seahawks' defense is not good. I know we've talked a lot about the defense the last 24 hours, obviously with everything that's going on. Mm-hmm. But even when Sean Desai was the coordinator, nobody thought the defense was going to be why this team won a Super Bowl. The offense is going to be what carries them through the playoffs. And tonight, you have to go out there and see the offense play better. The Seattle defense is not good. They're terrible on third down. They're terrible in the red zone. They're not good against the run. Their secondary has talent, but the results aren't there because they have one of the worst pass defenses in the NFL. So, look, Jalen's sick, and it's admirable if he goes out there and plays. But if he does play, and I think he will, like this is the night where he has to put the Superman cape on and right the franchise. Like the, the, the boat is rocking right now. Like the Eagles franchise, despite being 10-3, and three, they badly need a win. And when you badly need a win, it's a great time to have a quarterback that you pay $250 million. So, so tonight, in my opinion, is squarely on Jalen to go out and get this win. Mm. And you're confident that he's going to do that? Yeah, I think, they're, I think they are going to win the game. Again, Seattle is not good. I know the Eagles have some issues of their own, but Seattle struggles on defense. They struggle on offense. If you look at Drew Locke, I think he's 2-10 and 10 in his career against teams with winning records. He does not go out and beat good teams. He has had moments in his career, but he is not a quarterback that should be beating this defense. If the defense comes out and struggles tonight – like, that would be a major red flag, obviously, going against Drew Locke, but also about the decision to go to Matt Patricia. So I think they're better than the Seahawks. I know it's on the road, which isn't ideal, but this team really needs a win. And throughout their, you know, his time here, I know it hasn't been perfect, but Sirianni's shown he knows how to win games. And if they lose tonight, like, they're in major trouble, and I just don't think this season is at that point yet. So, yeah, I do think they're going to win tonight. Can we get Swifty 15 touches tonight? Well, that. That's the other part. I mean, if it is Jalen or Mariota, especially if it's Mariota, or even really if it's Jalen and he's feeling fatigued from being sick, like tonight is a run-the-ball game. DeAndre Swift should be able to run on the Seattle uh, defensive line. But the other part is Cam Jurgens isn't playing, and we've seen that they've struggled to run the ball when he wasn't in there. So it should be a night where Swift touches the ball quite a bit, both in the running game and in the passing game. Last week against Dallas, they only threw it to three players on offense. It would not surprise me if you saw them get more people involved intentionally after what happened last week. And I think Swift could definitely be the, the reciprocant of that. So Swift, I, I think, is definitely a, a player to watch tonight. Rashad Penny revenge game. Is he active tonight? Elliot Shore Parks? No, I don't think he'll be active. <laughs> <laughs> We're all waiting for I it. Not. I know. Everyone's waiting all year. What's yeah. the, so the Jurgens injury is a peck injury. Is this a multi-week injury or what's the deal? It doesn't strike me from being down at the Novacare this week the way they talk about it, like it's going to be like multi-week. I think he would have a chance to play on Christmas Day. So, you know, that's the hope. Like their offensive line and the running game especially did really struggle when he wasn't out there. Um, and, you know, we obviously, like we do the Players' Lounge, we hear both Landon and Jordan talk about it. Like if you're missing one guy and there's one part of the running game that isn't up to par, it messes the whole thing up. So, you know, it, he is a big loss out there tonight, but I, I don't think it's going to be multi-week. What was your final score you had? I'm going to go 33-24. to 24. I think this is a, a get-right game for the offense. Uh, I, you know, obviously, since last week, they haven't played well. I really think this is their chance to kind of get things going again. And uh, then they have three easy games after this. So it looks bad now, but I, I still feel a month from now, people are going to look at this team a lot differently than they do now. 
All right. Mm-hmm. Elliot Short Parks will be in the Players' Lounge tomorrow night with Ike Reese. Can't uh, wait. I'll be on the pregame show tonight, too. He said I was in Seattle like four times. Well, actually well, be I, I, well I'm, I'm glad. So you're coming in the studio. Yeah, I'll be in the studio. Oh, what? Well, I'll be seeing you guys in a little bit. I, I'm, I'm sorry I'm sorry that that I, I assumed that our <laughs> Eagles beat reporter was in Seattle because normally you travel with the team unless it's Detroit. Do, yeah. Yeah, well, you well, should figure it out, man. Moving the game from Sunday to Monday. Unfortunately, I put a, a, a wrench in the plans I wasn't expecting. All but right. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. All right. Go. All right. We'll see you soon. All right. Talk to you guys. All right. There you go. All right, brother. Elliot Short Parks. Live from Philadelphia. I ain't giving Elliot a hard time. I'm not. I, I didn't. I wasn't informed <laughs> he that he was in Seattle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why, what, why should he be in Seattle? Because this is what he's supposed to do. He's supposed to travel with the team. You know? What are you going to do? Go all the way out there to ask one lousy question? I think you ask a great question. You can say that every week. Why does he ever travel? Right. I'm just saying, man. That's a six-hour flight. If I'm him, I'm not necessarily excited about making it. Oh, I wouldn't want to go either. Yes. Elliot. Yeah, well, there you go. He just flew back from Dallas. That's really why he didn't want to go. Or no, he said that he got switched over. Right. It was supposed to be a Sunday game. Yeah, I know. Everybody else that had plans to go out there was able to. (laughs) Jeff McClain's also not out there, and none of the other reporters are out there because they had travel change. So that's why they made the decide change. Well, that's their full-time job, though. Elliot is not a full-time. He's more of an Eagles personality yeah, than an Eagles yeah, reporter. Yeah, he's a WIP personality. I don't know if he's an Eagles personality. Right. Yeah, he's more of a, yeah, less of a beat reporter, more of a personality. Yeah. Agreed. Man, the man has nine podcasts. He's on the, hell, every time I turn on the radio, he's coming up or he just got off the air. <laughs> <laughs> every show. Yep. Oh, yeah. He's all over the place. Now, man. Jack, when do you do a clap your hands podcast? Uh, you know, one <laughs> midweek? <laughs> yeah, midweek. Okay. Midweek. So once yeah. you're over the shrapnel of the Eagles game, exactly. then you, you, you mix it You can't in let a... it get buried by the Eagles reaction. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Exactly. And not many people, believe it or not, are talking Sixers right now. <laughs> yeah. We haven't played a real team in three weeks. Dude, it's a joke. Every game they win by like 50. <laughs> yeah. Yes, we haven't played a real team. Yeah. It's all right. Keep stacking those wins. At least Maury got extended. Yep. Yes, I was <laughs> thrilled to see that. As, as for most of the, I know Howard on on Twitter was uh, was uh, happy for Daryl. No, he was happy. <laughs> <laughs> he gets to keep this bit going for another. Five Isn't years. it amazing? Yes. Without paying anything, he gets the bit. <laughs> yes. The Sixer Arena will be there. Daryl Morey will be there. There's a built-in nickname he can call him. Oh, it's all great. Congratulations, Howard. There you go. All right, let's get a couple phone calls here. Chris in Middletown. Chris, what do you got? How are you? Good afternoon, fellas. How are we doing today? What up? What's up, Chris? Listen, first of all, I'll get a little bone to pick with ESP. Come on, ESP, you're dropping the bag. How can't you be out there but Kenny for 30, 30, <laughs> out there for like five days? I mean, come on. I mean, well, Kenny probably makes a lot more money. Yeah, he's in a different too. tax bracket. <laughs> well, you know, yep. we have it there. So, guys, fellas, I, I need to cook a little here. So, listen, a couple of things here. I'm so happy that uh, Kevin Bayer took over the secondary calls because Darius, Darius, get out. Listen, Darius, you know, I, I'm done with him. You know, I'm glad we've replaced him. Um, he comes from. Uh, Bayard comes from the Vrabel school of defenses, and I have so much more faith in him. So I'm ready to see them go. Um, as far as my boy, Sergeant Rios, dude, Sergeant Rios is now, the in my opinion, the number one contender to Chuck. So, Chuck, you better keep your game cooking because my man is coming right behind you, hot and hit. Mm. Some are saying. Some are saying, Chris, he may have passed him already. Oh, yep. uh, listen, listen. And since that, dude, I am tired of listening all damn day on game day. To all these- 
scared clown fan. Oh, I'm scared. I'm nervous. We fired our defense coordinator. It's damn game day, boy. We're coming up to Seattle. We're not just going to punch you in the mouth. We're going to break your damn jaw. The grass is going to be fed well in Seattle. Hey, Chris. Man, let him cook. Let's go. Grass is going to be fed well. That's a playoff of Rios. Yep. <laughs> Blood on the grass. I love it. How tied that in there. I like Chris. I love violence and I promote it. Chuck, yeah. Chris. Yeah, it's Chuck. It's in Seattle, though. Chuck, you don't, you don't notice, Chuck. I'm just saying, you're on notice. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this. Why? A lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. I mean, that sounds like a Twitter question to me, Jack Fritz. Brought to you by Mark's Jewelers. Mark's Jewelers, if you're... Uh, he's on Twitter now, too, right? I don't know if he's actually on it. I don't think so. I don't know if he's oh, okay. checking his uh, replies. Uh, 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 if you finish your holiday shopping, visit Mark's Jewelers. Gifts for every budget this holiday season. Details, marksjewelers.com. Has I think it's fair to ask because Rio surpassed Chuck as the uh, number one overall caller to the Marks and Reese show. Wow. Well, I mean. It's not the first I heard I it. I can either. be persuaded now. Yeah, I mean, listen, if the people are talking, the people speak, the people speak. Yep. It's Chuck with his new podcast and whatever's going on with that. Jack, how was the second episode of the the, the Linked Up podcast? Well, I don't think it was two and a half hours long <laughs> because they kept linking the, the episode over and over again. So I think that, that was I think I think OG Wade's mic was on. Okay, uh, so that's a big improvement. So they did do the podcast. So it was improving from step from show one to show two. Well, yeah, you're getting better every day. Hey, they're that's, keeping that's the main thing do. the main thing. Yeah. yeah. That's all you can do is improve. Exactly right. Not make the same mistakes twice. No, no, never want to do that. Learn from Keep every the episode. Main thing, the main thing. Yep. <laughs> they should have named it that. Somebody's going to take it. Well, you they give me a segment. <laughs> if Jalen hasn't already um, copyrighted it, trademarked yeah. it already. Yeah, I'm sure, he's. Yeah, he'll be sending you a cease and desist. Like, give me my money or stop saying that. That's funny. All right, Marple Mack checks in. Marple Mack, do you think that Rios is a is a, a better car than Chuck from Mount Airy? Hey, just. Just prefacing the call from my background. First of all, I'd like to say retired Navy, special ops, old school Navy. Hooyahs. The ship ain't sinking. Press on. Listen, all day, ever since this morning, and I'd also like to give a shout out to uh, Jason and uh, Mike. How you doing, guys? Positive guys uh, that are in camp with me on this. Listen. <laughs> We're talking, we're, we're thinking now, and in terms of the naval battle, that we're, that we're taking on water, we're dead in the water, we're listening to port, all guns are out, battle stations, abandoned ship. Negative, not, not. I view this more in terms of, have you ever seen the movie In Harm's Way with John Wayne, where his squadron of a couple cruisers and destroyers turned back the Yamato fleet? This is our chance. This is when I believe, and it was refreshing here, Elliot Shore Parks, say they're going to beat them by nine. Mm. I believe they're going to beat them by, by, by that, maybe even more. I wouldn't be surprised 
if this is when they put together a route. Mike, yes. you said something really interesting. You were saying maybe the change, they'll do something. Remember that? It was only about, because I've been waiting for an hour listening, you guys. You'd said something about maybe the change will do better. They'll implement. They'll sure. throw a new wrinkle. They'll think outside the box, right? Yep. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. I mean, everybody, everybody wants to, everybody's yelling, you know, and then, and then earlier they were taking, oh, if Mariota does get in, then there's going to be drama. What is this? Peyton Place? All my children? <laughs> Quit it with the drama queens already. Quit it with that. I mean, yeah, because yeah, the, the Eagles have never done that before. There's never been drama. Oh yeah, in the building I, I know. But, but so what? I, I'm concerned about a, about what's going hey, on. Hey, 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 Marple Mac. Um, I I don't have a problem with them them uh, bringing in a new defensive coordinator because I don't know if the side was doing a good job or not. But let's not act like that the way they've lost their last two games in the manner they've lost their last two games and now they've they've more or less demoted their defensive coordinator. Let's not that's let's not act like these are all good things, right? Like there there's reason to be worried about what's going on right now with the Eagles. Now, right, get and sorry and, and thanks for the call. Get a win tonight. Get a win tonight. But let's not act like everything's normal right now mm-hmm. with the Eagles. Darius Slade just had knee surgery. Jalen Hurts. It has the flu and flew separately from the team. They just demoted their defensive coordinator. That was ten. The team was ten and three, mm-hmm. and you know, they just got blown out back to back by the 49ers and, and the Cowboys. I think the urgency of what happened recently is why the Eagles have acted right now. And you know what? I say good to it. Like, don't go another week where the defense gets shredded or or, or players get more divided or whatever the hell's going on. Mm-hmm. Like, I gotta trust the organization that they they knew what the hell they're doing and making this move. Yeah, I mean, and not that I would expect to hear something. <laughs> The, the one player who we know had an issue with Matt Patricia isn't playing over the next few weeks. Nope. So you haven't gotten any negative messaging from anybody on the team about this decision. And I don't believe this is something they sprung on the team over the weekend. Right? At least I'd be very surprised if that's what happened. This to me seems like something that was put in place early in the week you let your, your, especially on the defensive side of the ball, you let your team leaders know this is what we're doing. You get into the defensive staff meeting room as you're giving the players the game plan. Everybody's on the same page, so there is no mixed messaging. And if you present a unified front, then players will go about their business. Because quite frankly, you know what happens? This, this is also a trickle-down effect from this move. All right, players, we done made a change. Not don't make you. don't don't make us have to make more changes. So now players, you you, you accountability is there. Attention grabbing. Move. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You take you take notice of these things, right? You take notice of these things. So maybe now you're getting a little more attention to detail in your work. When I hear things about this, Sean Desai, and this is according to the report. Um, that players thought he may have lacked confidence or what have you in the play. I don't even know what that means other than when they listen to him stand up in front of the room talking, it doesn't exude confidence. It doesn't exude swagger. You know, some guys can get up there and they can be like swashbucklers, right? They're up there, they can give you the the the, the, the speech, the, the cursing, and make you ready to run through a brick wall for them. Defensive players kind of like that. They kind of like that. So if and I'm not saying this is the case, and maybe Matt Patricia is a little bit more boisterous as right. a coach, a little more in your face, maybe. You know, right. not not afraid to ruffle some feathers if he needs to. Like I think we all can agree 
that something needs to be kick-started and lit under this defense so that they can play better. We know that the defense isn't going to lead you to a title, but I'll be damned. I don't want them to be the reason why we don't win either. Yeah. Because you don't do anything. Right? I talk about the pressure that Jalen and this offense has that some of the other teams with elite quarterbacks or some of the top quarterbacks don't have because their defenses are much better. So they they get to play a little more relaxed knowing that the other team isn't necessarily about to march down the field and score either. That that alleviates pressure from play calling on offense too. You don't feel like you got to try to win the game every drive. Yeah. Yep. But when you give up points at the rate we do and give up time of possession and first downs and all of that. You start feeling like you got to be perfect. Man, you feel like you got to be perfect on the offensive side of the That's ball. That's true. And this was something we discussed in the offseason about now that you're playing better teams, better quarterbacks, better competition, it puts a different strain on the offense. Yes, sir. And this defense is, I mean, we obviously know it's underperformed mm-hmm. in a major way. But I think everybody recognized it was going to be tougher sledding this year just with the teams that you were playing. I, at least I did, which which goes back to what Elliot was sort of saying, and I was kind of alluding to. You wonder how much rope Deshaun Desai have coming into the season. Listen, they made the change with Nick Sirianni after seven games. That guy they hired as head coach was calling plays, and they decided to make that change. Now, they didn't tell tell us like they're telling us about this, and I think in part because it was hard for us to know because I think Shane Steichen was down on the sidelines that first year. They both were on the sidelines, so you don't know who's calling the plays or what's going on once the season got started. There would obviously be a change because now Matt Patricia would be seen. Right. So they had to let us know. But they could also said he's up in the box making calls or whatever, but – Oh, you mean Desai? I mean, if if they didn't want – no, this is. I think they wanted people to know uh, that this is what they were doing. Because they could have easily just said, yeah, we're putting Matt down on the field. Sean's going to get a different view of things up on the box. And it would make sense. Like, and Matt's hey, just going to relay the call. Sean is still the coordinator. He's still the play caller. They're trying something different. They're trying something different. I, I agree. And they could have done that if they wanted to. They didn't. I, I will say this. They haven't spoke on the matter either. So I don't know how they're going to present the matter. Right. They may come out and tell you Sean Desai did call the plays from the press box and Matt Patricia was just relaying them in onto the, Jack, the field. The Eagles did have something official though, didn't they? Yeah. Well, they put out a tweet, yeah. They put out a tweet. But still like, how they talk about it's gonna be interesting of like, you know, is this collaborative? Right. That, that's right. all I'm saying. They could present this in a way where if 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 I mean listen, they could just say, yeah. The play calling duties are now Matt Patricia's. And Sean Desai continues with the the game plan (laughs) and with other stuff. He'll be a part of it. Yeah. yeah. They could. Yeah. It'll be interesting after the game with with how Nick handles it. I can't wait. I mean, if they lose, Nick on the podium after all, everything has happened in the last 48 hours. There's a lot to digest. Doug like. Yes. Figure out how we're going to maximize the learning. Post-game interview tonight will be different. All right, coming up, update on Jalen. Win, lose, or draw, it's going to be different. We have the latest on Jalen Hurts. Is he in? Is he out? Do they know? That's coming up. Your phone calls. Marks and Reese, 94 WIP. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. 
Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle, from the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback. There's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. Leading Ladies, a concert in celebration of Women's History Month featuring Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, Mel King, Christina Perry. At the King's Theater in Brooklyn, New York on Wednesday, March 20th. Tickets are on sale now. You don't want to miss this amazing night of music dedicated to uplifting women's voices. With Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, and Christina Perry. Odyssey's Leading Ladies presented by Olay Body. Buy your tickets now at kingstheater.com.